escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. The new exciting football channel is now available only on HD Plus and brings you football from around the world. Watch Sadio Mane and Daniel Kufitre in the top weekly match of the Bundesliga 1 and DFB Cup, Primera Liga, Copa de la Liga Profesional, see Ronaldo in the Saudi Pro League, as well as daily sports news every other hour. Also, get updated on Messi and Mbappe on PSG TV and many more. Feely Feely on HD Plus Channel 151. HD Plus, the Feely Feely experience. Welcome to Business Life. Coming up in this edition, Bank of Ghana assures of instituting measures to deal and reduce fraud cases in the banking and financial sector. Yeah, it's not just a publishing of the reports. Before we get to publishing of the reports, ongoing basis, there are structures that we have put in place to handle these things. Following an IMF staff visit, Professor of Finance at Andrews University, Professor Williams Ripa says Ghana's economy will witness a major boost if it fulfills all the requirements of the IMF program. What we expect in an economy is a form of stability. And that is the signal that we are getting now, um, knowing that uh, people can now plan that uh, within the, the shortest possible time. Plus, fraudsters steal over 26 million Ghana cities from mobile money customers and even more from some banks. We will update you on the new Bank of Ghana's reports. We have details of these and many others coming your way shortly. Please stay.
Adam Pius Kojubaka, let's now settle for the details. Professor of Finance at Andrews University, Professor Williams Ripa says Ghana's economy would witness a major boost if it is able to fulfill all the requirements of the IMF program. His comment follows the conclusion of a one-week staff visit to Ghana where the IMF team indicated that they observed a recovery economy. Now, however, Professor Prepa says the country's external debt needs must be structured. Um, we've noticed um, a reduction in inflation rate. Um, remember in December, around December 2022, it was about 54.1%. Um, just um, having the IMF deal, um, we've noticed that it slowed down to about 42.2% um, in May. Um, this showed a relatively um, um, a reduction in, in the inflation rate. In the uh, So we see that the rate of growth is rather coming down. And when we look at the exchange rate situation to that high volatility in December, um, we've seen that it's, it has come down. Uh, yeah, we see it gives up some kind of confidence um, to traders, uh, knowing that um, the exchange rate is not going to be changing um, um, rapidly or frequently as we saw in December. So that kind of stability is um, what we, we are expecting to, to see. Um, I'm sure if as we go forward and be able to fulfill all the other aspects of the program, you will see a major um, impact in the economy. Um, to, let me put it in this way. What we expect in an economy is a form of stability. And that is the signal that we are getting now um, knowing that uh, people can now plan that uh, within the, the shortest possible time. Our standard debt um, position um, from the data from Bank of Ghana, which is about uh, $28.4 billion, and really need to be restructured. Uh, during the, 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 the IMF negotiation, we saw um, the Paris Club and other creditors coming together to give an assurance to Ghana. Um, Ghana may have to um, quicken that kind of negotiation with these parties and to be able to have a conclusion. Um, from the data, we need to secure about a 10 billion um, form of um, debt restructuring from um, both domestic and external. We notice that the domestic one has been done, but the external one we, don't, we have not even started or concluded. We really need to know um, how that, can, that debt of 28.4 billion will be restructured. The Bank of Ghana has assured that it has taken the necessary measures to deal and reduce fraud cases in the banking sector. It comes after a new report by the Bank of Ghana revealed that banks lost more than 50 million cities in losses from fraud and over 20 million cities from mobile money transactions in 2022. Dr. Joseph Franz is head of financial stability at the Central Bank. Uh, it's not just a publishing of the report. Before we get to publishing of the report, ongoing basis, there are structures that we have put in place to handle these things. But I always say that you are dealing with stakeholders, and that both of them are, you can't handle the report. Okay. It's better you educate the public to do the right thing than to give them, for them to group in the dark and vent themselves. So, right, asking them with the right information or empowering them with the right information. We think it's it, uh, better than just leave it there.
All right, so let's make sense out of these numbers uh, thrown to us by the Bank of Ghana. Let's get on to Zoom and speak to a senior finance lecturer at the University of Ghana Business School, Dr. Benjamin Amwa, for more on this. Pleasure you could join us uh, on Business Life. Now, I'm pretty sure you're wondering uh, what these numbers mean, but really, what do you make of these figures coming from the Bank of Ghana on fraud-related cases? Thank you. The, the figures from the operational risk perspective, mm. and especially if you consider the fact that banks are intermediating and the competitive nature of the financial market space, it's not surprising. Not surprising in the sense that, you know, around the globe, and if you follow the report from PwC on what we call financial fraud, and in essence, bank fraud, it has been increasing. This is not to say that it is good if you have reported bank fraud cases in Ghana. It's a case of concern for, for every individual because we all transact in one way or the other with the bank. So for the issues of fraud within the banking sector space, it, it's, it's not strange. It's not strange. What we need to be looking at is what are the institutions doing to combat the fraud and what is the regulator doing to help both the institution and the clients of the banks to help deal with this menace that will not end because it is part of the banking sector architecture that exists in every economy. Mm. Even before we delve into the operations of the Bank of Ghana and you know, um, addressing these challenges, should we be worried um, seeing the numbers because, as you rightly mentioned, the cases keep increasing? Yes, you see, if you look at Last year, compared to 2021, you see that the loss suffered, the mm. actual loss suffered has decreased between 2021 and 2022. But on the other hand, the attempted fraud, the attempted fraud cases has increased. And that is where we need to be worried because, see, the more these fraudsters attempt, mm. the higher the likelihood that they may succeed. So as we see a lot of attempted attacks, fraudulent attacks on the bank, the one need to be worried. So yes, your concern for us to worry is justified, although in terms of the actual value, 2022 was better compared to 2021, the numbers are worrying. Mm. And again, we expect our banks and the central bank to do more in fighting bank fraud. Mm. Let's talk about the staff involvement in these fraud cases. Well, some will say uh, it raises a lot of questions about the kind of people managing our funds. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. Mm. Uh, this is uh, an operational risk issue. And uh, when you are employing the employee, you cannot look in the face of the employee to say that, no, this is what the employee is going to do. So... There is some information asymmetry in there between who you are employing and what the person may turn out to be in terms of deviant behavior. And in this case, you are talking respect to the fraud. So clearly, the banks have a responsibility on dealing with employee-related fraud. And here, the banks must be tough, must be strict, and must be hard on employee-related fraud that are successful and even attempted bank fraud that are committed by employees or employees and other outsiders. Because if you cannot trust the employees, mm. then definitely you are in trouble. 
So yes, banks must do more. Banks must educate employees, and banks must be tough on employees who are complicit in some of these uh, cases. And, and what, what do you tell those who are worried that this could affect the confidence in the banking sector? Absolutely, it's a genuine concern. You cannot be banking with an institution that day in, day out has issues related to fraud. The reputational risk itself, that the banks themselves suffer. This is the fact that, for me, a client of the bank, I can't have my peace because I've been told that saving my money at home is risky. So I'm better off saving with a financial institution. And sadly for me to say that these same financial institutions are themselves exposed, then clearly one is justified to be worried. But what we can be assured of is that in many instances, so long as the customer did not contribute in any way to the fraud, the customer is exonerated. That is where we can have some level of relief. But again, the banks have a responsibility to educate their employees and not just stop there, to also educate the public. Because in many instances, it is out of the negligence of the client or the customers who give the lead or some of the leads to these fraudsters to attack the bank. Mm. So all of us within that space will have to be educated. And BOG must also educate us, the public, on what to do and what not to do so that we can make the space a little bit safe for all of us. Dr. Amwa, I know for sure the number of times the Bank of Ghana has come out with uh, public notices by way of educating and, of course, uh, sensitizing public on some of these fosters. But what, beyond that, what more should we be doing, basically, to deal with this issue? And behind the scenes, I, I believe Bank of Ghana is having interactions with all the service providers within the banking industry. And you see, if you look at the nature of banking now, the nature of banking now is not the solely break a mortar, a branch over there that you are going to bank with. Mm. Now, even at your home, in your bedroom, at your workplace, you can bank because you have a lot of service providers who are providing one form of the value chain service within the banking space. So it is more now because we have a lot of flexibility and convenience in terms of banking. On the other hand, what is happening is that this has also exposed or opened up the regulatory responsibility of the central bank. They're mm. talking about system integration. They're talking about a whole lot of work that must be done to make sure that the banking space is safe for all. Bank of Ghana must keep on educating us, releasing the report. And Bank of Ghana must also sanction, sanction these banks that are noted, or these institutions that are noted for allowing themselves to be defrauded, if I can put it this way, so mm. that it will cost them more and they'll be forced to, to do the right thing. Again, today they can use artificial intelligence to also support because the volume of transactions now mm. are more than what. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir. Nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. So, if technology can be deployed in that space, then it will enhance the quality of report and analysis to be done on the report to identify suspicious activities which can trigger an investigation to keep some of these activities from taking place. 
Dr. Benjamin Amwa, we are indeed grateful for your insight this very moment, um, helping us appreciate the latest trend from the Bank of Ghana. A while longer in the financial space and telcos have begun undertaking major modifications to their security systems, especially on mobile money apps. After uh, the Bank of Ghana fraud report on banks, specialized deposit-taking institutions and payment service providers revealed mobile money scammers made away with customers' money totaling 26 million cities from 12,166 cases in 2022. Now, as part of the fraud on the mobile money platforms, it also revealed that banks recorded 2,998 fraud cases with 188 bank staff involved. Now, forgery and manipulation of documents were prominent with a total of 33 million Ghana cities stolen. My colleague, Mami Esi Nyamicha Thompson, has accepted other reports. The Bank of Ghana's fraud report reflects trends in fraud typologies observed in relation to services provided by banks, specialized deposit-taking institutions, SDIs, and payment service providers, PSPs. In 2022, there were 2,998 attempted fraud cases in the banking and SDI sectors compared to 2,347 in 2021, a 27.74% rise. Meanwhile, overall lost value in 2022 was roughly 56 million Ghana cities, down from 61 million Ghana cities in 2021. This represents a 7.88% reduction from 2021. Forgery and manipulation of papers, fraudulent withdrawals, check fraud, cyber, email and cash fraud were the most common that affected most institutions. Forgery and document manipulation emerged as the most prominent fraud category. This resulted in the loss of 33 million cities. Another issue that is on the rise is fraudulent withdrawal. This includes money being illegally removed from consumers' accounts, resulting in losses of 7 million Ghana cities with the assistance of bank and SDI workers. Check fraud resulted in a loss of 5 million Ghana cities. Cloned checks were the most prevalent according to the study all fraud reports by payment service providers in 2022 were mobile money related totaling 27 million Ghana cities. Some recoveries were achieved as a result of this lowering the actual loss to 26 million Ghana cities. All right, it is important we hear from the chamber as well. And joining us is the chief executive officer of the telecoms chamber, engineer Dr. Kenneth Ashigbe, on the back of this. Pleasure you could join us uh, on Business Live. Now, there's been some reduction in fraud um, with electronic payment system. Um, what could be the factors underpinning this feat, you would say? Well, well, thank you very much. If you look at the reduction in the numbers, it's quite marginal, about 1%. Uh, in terms, but if you look at the value, you know, uh, the value went up, you know. So, and this is to 2022's report that we're looking at. So, a lot of things have happened. Uh, one of them is that uh, post COVID, the number of people who now use mobile money and digital platforms have really uh, ballooned. You know, the numbers have increased, uh, be it that eLevy came and put a bit of a damper on it. But it has increased, and uh, the people who financial inclusion has also improved. So people who used to uh, use the did not used to use the service are also uh, uh, that the numbers have gone up. And 
we still in our country, the level of cyber hygiene is quite low. Um, there are some particular adverts that have been running on most of you, your media houses telling us about the fact that, you know, don't give out your pens and all of that. But you still find people falling prey uh, to these uh, practices. And then you also have a lot more older people also beginning and using the services where they are not able to use the service themselves, but they have to depend on other people to help them do that. And some of those also then become vulnerable and people uh, fall play, uh, prey to these comers. But the increasing... The new Chevy Silverado HD puts you in command. Own strength with its enhanced available Duramax 6.6-liter turbo diesel V8. Own the lake with its available advanced towing technology. And own technology with an available 13.4-inch diagonal touchscreen. The new Chevy Silverado HD. Own work, own play, own life. Learn more at Chevy.com. Find new roads. Chevrolet. And most of the fraud that you find in our country mm. is out social engineering. And you have a lot of, you know, these fraudsters becoming uh, very sophisticated and changing their modus operandi, uh, you know, as you begin, as you, you, you find an old one, then they change the way they're working. So all of that is accounting for the challenges that have, that have been faced insofar as, uh, you know, this uh, mobile money incidents are concerned. And so what had you also would have to do in this situation is that in our country, we need to increase uh, the level of the awareness creation. We need to increase um, the, the education that we do. Uh, we need to also uh, be able to show people some of these new uh, fraud uh, topology, typologies that are coming up so that we get our people becoming a lot more questioning. Uh, and, and not just allowing themselves to fall prey to this. Another challenge that also has been with us for a while is sometimes the greed of people, and these fosters tend to, uh, to feed on that. And, you know, so the, the situations where people would not have participated in any promotion at all, but you hear people, uh, you know, that calls and they said, oh, you want this and you need to send this. That has also, that's also another thing that has happened. E-commerce has also increased and ballooned a lot. Mm. And so you also have had the situations where people would see, would clone other websites and then pretend to be selling things. So the fraud itself might not be mobile money fraud, but the person will lose his money because he would have made payments using mobile money fraud only to find out that the product that he thought he was buying, the website that he thought he was buying for, was actually not the real one. And so the person would have lost uh, his money you know so all of these things are the reasons uh, why you have seen that though the the numbers have gone down the mm. value have gone up because uh, the levels uh, the quantum of the transactions that are involved in them have also gone up indeed we have to curb that uh, menace um, over time but i'm wondering what more we can do when i say what we can do i'm talking i'm referring to the bank of ghana and of course it's um, um stakeholders to address this issue beyond the education because a number of times we've seen the bank of ghana come out with various uh, you know warnings and pro uh, sensitization programs to educate the public on some of these activities Beyond that, what can we do, especially now that um, we've seen some sort of technological advancement uh, by way of AI now stepping in? 
Well, you, you, you had Bob talk about uh, the, you know, the, this use of AI to be able to do, uh, you know, to deal with the issues of fraud. Yes, the fraudsters would want to use AI, but the industry has been ahead of the use of AI in dealing with this. You notice that sometimes when these fraudsters send you email, uh, a text message or something, you see what you will think are mistakes that they have made in there. You know, they're spelling your name and they don't spell or they're writing some things mm. and they're, they're changing it. The reason why they do that is that you have bots crawling over all of these messages and they will flag suspicious messages and all of them and catch them out. It's the reason why they then do these mistakes to want to be able to beat it. In the past where you are not using, uh, you know, uh, tools that were intelligent, that could learn, you know, then you could beat them. But now with the coming in of AIs, with the models being trained on all of these things, it's going to make it better for uh, you know, the, uh, being able to uh, arrest some of these uh, particular fraud types. Then also with the, the mobile, um, the SIM registration, mm. uh, the June, uh, the, the 31st May deadline, and cleaning the, the networks, a lot of these numbers that are going to go off would belong to these fraudsters who knew that they could do these things and get away because you could not trace them well. So that is also going to occur. But we need to be wary about that because another new thing we're beginning to see is that they are exploiting the gullibility of some of us Ghanaians. Mm. You know, so they come to you and they give you 50 cities, 30 cities. Let's use your Ghana card. Let's go with you and go and register. What will happen is that they will use these uh, SIM cards with your name and your biometrics and perpetuate the fraud, and then it will be traced back to you. So it's important that we continue the education. But the education cannot stop. So what, for us at the chamber, we began to do with our members is that we're changing the way we do the education, not just above the top, mm. using the media and all of that, but going into particular places. So last year, for example, uh, during the cybersecurity month, uh, we had training, we took the training closer to the children in the wireless uh, cluster of schools, we did fraud training for those in lower prim uh, upper primary and in uh, 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 JHS. Mm. Then we went to Thomas Aquinas and did the same for them. And then we also did for the parents of these children. So we need to now start taking targeted training to people. There's a conversation going on between the chamber and the deputy minister for communication and digitalization to train pensioners. Mm. Because another major challenge is that you have these old folks who maybe their eyes are beginning to fail them. Uh, you know, some of them might not be literate. And so because of that, they would want somebody to be handling their transactions for them. And then, you know, in the process, they get scammed. So right. how do we help train them? Mm. But not only that, we need to start also bringing in technology to enable people to also be able to do these things on their, on their own. Mm. We are grateful, Dr. Ken Ashigbe, for your time here on Business Life. He's the Chief Executive of the Chamber of Telecommunications, speaking to us there. All right, so that is it for the program for tonight. I am Pius Kojo Baka. You can always get business stories when you log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business. Always a pleasure serving you. Do enjoy your weekend. Bye-bye. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. 
Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC.